It's Mark and Shane on the Gentleman's Club. What's up, Gentlemen's Club listeners? My name is Shane Allen, and I'm stuck in traffic right now at 490, and it makes me feel like a big piece of shit. Here's why. I reported traffic jams for fucking ever. Forever. Right? In the Selena and Barnes Traffic Center. Every single day. 3 to 7 o'clock. Where I reported traffic, and I told everybody that I had the dumbest job in the world because there's no traffic in Rochester. And now I drive in it all the time, and it's so frustrating, and it makes me want to die. I've, like, I don't know, like, the, the a traffic reporter in Rochester is meaningless, right? Absolutely meaningless. There's usually never, ever traffic unless something really terrible happened, and then it just becomes news, right? It's not traffic anymore. It's like, oh, there was an 18-car pileup, and there was only a 15-minute delay. That's how Rochester works. That's the only reason we actually stay here. It's because we don't have traffic. Um, and I've always told everybody, hey, you know what would help uh, if we got rid of a traffic reporter? We just told people, hey, put put a Google Maps on your phone, because Google Maps will just tell you to avoid traffic jams. And then I don't even follow my own advice because I'm a stupid, fat idiot. But... That's enough about traffic chat. Okay, let's move on to our next segment. Hot traffic news, right, first. And now let's get into hot fights at comedy shows. Uh, I didn't listen to Mark's segment of the Gentleman's Club podcast. I'm not going to. I'll be 100% honest with you. But I think he talked about... He came and did a show with us at the Interloop. Um, it was at a place called Bar 90 in the city, which is the, the the bottom half of one nightclub. Now, Bar 90, we appreciate them having us out for these monthly shows. It's really nice, you know. Uh, they don't pay us any money to be there, but they let us collect a cover charge. If you've never been to Bar 90, here's how to envision it. It is basically like Horizon Fun Effects had sex with an Applebee's. It's, it's like a bunch of 90 shit everywhere. There's lights arcade machines, sounds, two giant big screen projectors above the bar. It's a really cool place to drink. We What we're finding out is it's not really the best place uh, to do a live comedy show. These people are very distracted. Uh, like I said, it's it's lights everywhere, strobe lights. Like it, It's built by the people that made One Night Club. So they made it like here, oh, we need a place that has a lot of energy to it, right? Stand-up comedy is something that doesn't really have a lot of energy to it unless you're like a really shitty comedian that has to rely on like physical humor and that type of shit, which we don't really have a lot of Rochester comics that are like that. We have mostly comics like me that are just fat and depressed and get up there and yell about things. So... That just sets the the stage for you, right? So this past uh, this past weekend we had a show. Um, I was hosting it, which means my job is to go up there. I do like ten minutes of comedy up front to warm up the crowd, and then I'm just there to kind of keep the show going, introduce comics as they go along. We do giveaways and such. I went up there. I did my ten minute set. It died. There was really there was some titters. There was some. Uh, sparse laughter. I would not say I had killed whatsoever. I would say I, I didn't do very well. But I was like, you know what? That's okay, Shane. It's a tough spot to be in. That that opening spot is tough. That's why, you know, I'm here is to to eat shit so that the rest of the comics look better than me. <clears throat> Mark was the second comic up. Mark was supposed to do 
eight minutes. Mark did three minutes and left. <laughs> he, he told the audience, like, all right, I'm going to do one last joke here. And then he's like, you know what? I forgot it. And let's all just forget it. And we just, I'm going to go home. Uh, that was it. So Mark didn't do well either. None of the comics that night did well. And here's why. There was a weird vibe in the room all night. Very aggro feeling to it. And what happened uh, was there was ladies that got to the venue before we started, you know, taking cover charges at the door. So these ladies had been there drinking martinis since like 6 o'clock. And all of a sudden a comedy show started happening around them. Like, it, it's not like it was, like, without warning, right? I go up there on the microphone, and I give about a 15-minute warning to everybody. Like, hey, just so you guys know, there's going to be a comedy show in about 15 minutes, so grab your drinks and grab a seat. But once again, 15 minutes, there's going to be a comedy show. So that would be your chance to be like, oh, you know what, ladies? We're having a good night out with each other. We want to talk to one another. Let's go to a bar where we can do that, where there isn't going to be a live stand-up comedy show happening directly in front of us. But these three ladies, the Sex in the City version of Rochester, the, the this real housewives of the inner city, they decided that they were going to stick around. And then they decided pretty much one joke into my set that they hated everything about what was going on around them. They had, they literally turned their bodies away from the stage. They were, this like, there's not really a front row. There's not rows in Bar 90. It's just this really long room. But they were basically, if there was rows, they'd be in the front. They were, like, they were, you could see them. I watched them turn their bodies to me, turn, my, turn their heads towards the bar and then they decided that they were going to have their own conversation which that's fine I'm used to that type of stuff doing bar shows usually people keep it light you know they'll, they'll try to keep it down and that's I get it all right these women did not keep it down they were loud they were laughing they're having their own little time there <clears throat> and I was going to say something eventually to them if it got bad but it, I didn't need to because it came to a head when I was off stage. There was a comedian, very funny guy named Ryan Garcia. He was up on stage. He was doing his material or trying to um, when a verbal battle broke out between audience members. Verbal battle. So what happened is these three ladies that are drinking martinis, they decided to take a FaceTime call at the bar. Which is a no-no, I'd say, all the time. Uh, even when there isn't a live entertainer going on directly, like, in arm's length of you. Um, even at a bar, still weird to take a FaceTime call. Fucking rude to do that in public, to be honest with you. But, uh, so, another audience member came up to this lady that's taking this FaceTime call. On full blast, by the way. Like, I've never heard a phone that loud before. It was like she had it hooked up to a Bluetooth speaker and she was taking this phone call. And another audience member came up to her and was like, hey, just so you know, we're trying to watch this comedy show and we can't hear anything. Could you take this outside? Uh, to which she said, no, it's my daughter. 
which that's not also an excuse for it. Uh, it's your if it's your child, you should probably want some privacy because it's probably like a private family conversation. I'd imagine not something you want the whole bar to listen to. But uh, also, you have a mobile phone. It, mobile is in the name. Like, you can take it anywhere. Honestly, what you're saying is, no, I fucking don't like any of you people and I want to ruin everybody's time because I'm a selfish piece of shit. So, she made that statement, right, pretty clear. Then, who, I guess it turns out to be her sister, got even more aggro and just started calling this lady uh, that called them out. You know, this honky bitch said I was going to fucking kill you, beat the shit out of you, don't talk to my fucking sister like that. Security had to get involved. Meanwhile, like, as this is all happening, right, there is a comedian on stage still trying to do his set. And his jokes were funny, but not they were not as interesting as what was going on uh, in front of him. So the bartender eventually convinces these ladies the best thing for them to do is to leave the bar, right? Is to be like, hey, I, I think he might have even comped some of their drinks and was like, hey, just why don't you get the fuck out of here? Because we can't have, like, people fighting in a bar. And they were like, okay. Security had to come over to def- try to defuse the situation security didn't do uh, a very good job because as one of them was leaving they decided to try to flip the girl's table that called them out when I say try I mean really not that it was a lackadaisical effort these are very high bar tables and uh, she didn't really get a good flip on it it was enough to spill the lady's drink which you know that sucks but didn't really do any real damage Uh, and she I think what her quote was like don't talk to my fucking sister like that. And I was like, okay. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to use that imp- that impression. Don't you feel like I'm stereotyping her? But that's just that was her accent. You know, just to give you an idea, what's going on, right? What's going on in the old Rochester? That's what we had going on at Bar 90, baby. Nice for a bit. So I had to get on the mic because somebody texted me. It was like, hey Shane, when you get back up on the microphone to save Ryan. Go ahead and let everybody know to be safe out in the parking lot because these women are waiting for them. <laughs> so, and then we can we tried to keep on doing a show. After that, there's a couple more comics on the lineup, and uh, yeah, it was fucking weird. Gotta be 100% honest with you. It, it didn't get better from there. The, the audience was completely out after that. We probably should have canceled the show, right? That probably would have been the best thing for me me to do as a host. Be like, hey, you know what? We're just gonna wrap it up. Everybody, I'll buy you a drink at the bar. Thanks for coming out. But uh, you're, you're not going to recover from that. You're going to... You think you... I don't know, like... Maybe there's a way to recover from that. But even the Academy Awards couldn't, you know... They couldn't get over Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. They didn't know how to deal with that. They gave that man an award after an assault. Right? And those are professional entertainers. I don't know what the fuck to do as a host after somebody is having an argument with another audience member. It's insane. It's an insane situation to be in. So the comics started off in a hole. It was Sean Day. He's a very funny guy. He tried to dig himself out. He got he probably got the most laughs of the night. Mostly poking fun at that situation. Um, Michael Cologne, who was co-creator of the Interview Blog with me, he went up there. He got... He got some laughs, but it's just, like, not a good vibe, right? 
It's like being in Dallas after JFK got shot in the head and you're like the band that's supposed to be playing in the parade. You're like, um, we're going to play a couple of songs. I don't know. Do you guys want to hear them? We're just going to kind of muscle through this one. Don't, everybody, if you, if you could watch, if you could watch your step, they're trying to grab little pieces of the president's brain. Please don't try to take them home as a souvenir. We do have merch later. Uh, anyways, we're, here we go. Just a weird vibe. Weird vibe in the room. So, if you have a venue and are looking for a, a comedy show, we'd like to go somewhere else. Because I, I don't know if I can... I don't know if I can mentally recover as a comedian from that. It's just a very odd situation. But, so... Just so you know, if Mark mentioned it in his part of the podcast that he didn't do well in stand-up comedy, it's, I just want to let him know, it's not completely his fault, okay? Could he have fixed the situation? If he was funnier, if Mark was funnier with his set, there is an alternative reality where these women had such a good time that they didn't take that FaceTime call and there wasn't, you know, threats of them killing somebody in a parking lot, but, uh... I don't know. I think everybody made it home okay. If not, then whatever. Right? My comedy show killed in some way or another. Right? Isn't that the easy joke? That'd be cool. Alright, we're going to switch to the... I'm going to switch to the Patreon side. If you want to hear a very special edition of Stuff You Can't Eat with Shane, get on over to that side. $4 a month. Patreon.com slash... Gentleman's Club. That's probably not it. Mark's going to be mad at me, but I'm sure you can just Google the Gentleman's Club Patreon and that will get you there because nobody types in URLs anymore, right? I can't even bother to, like, scan a QR code. I just go straight to the old Googs, baby. If, if you can't Google it, then I'm out. Although, like I said before, our, our show name's so fucking stupid that I don't know. If, if you type in the Gentleman's Club Patreon, it's going to be like, did you mean an OnlyFans page? With stripper boobies? Okay. Go to the Patreon side. Bye.